Hey y'all, hey, that was Key Blow to Done. Make sure y'all go um, subscribe, watch videos, buy his music on Apple, all the platforms that sell music, he on them all. So y'all make sure to go check him out. I have Eric with me today. Eric, say hey to the people. Hey, how y'all doing today? So now we're going to do a 21 question and I finally got a uh, man on here that can answer these questions that these women want to know answers from. Oh, uh, let's do it. <laughs> so you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Question number one. How important is networking in your industry and what strategies do you use to build and maintain professional relationships? Oh, that's good. So I'm, uh, I'm a comedian out in the Philadelphia area. So uh, especially when you're young, up and coming and doing a thing, networking is crazily important. Uh, a lot of it is showing up to, you know, uh, different people's shows. Uh, there's a million different people out here booking shows. So kind of getting out, meeting everybody, meeting different comedians, seeing who you like, seeing who you don't like. Um, I think the thing I've learned most is the most important thing is to be seen. Uh, if you out of sight, you out of mind. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you out of sight, you ain't really getting on like that. Um, so that's the most important thing. Show up and just just be a good person. Like don't you don't you don't really gotta do too much. Uh for me it's be funny. Uh that's the most important thing. If I'm funny, I can I'm I'm gonna get on everywhere. Exactly. 
You got to be a funny comedian. You can't be all uh uh. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's a lot of there's a lot of bad comedians out there right now. That everybody think they can do it. Yeah. Uh, but that's not the case for all of us. Yeah, I seen that one comedian. Um, I didn't even know who he was. Still don't know who he is. But I guess he was new to the industry or whatever, and he made that joke. Mm -hmm. about, um, Floyd, you seen that? Yeah, that wasn't. That was ill advised. Horrible. That was. Ill <laughs> you gotta read the room, man. Like I was like, you gotta read the room. Why would he think that was a joke when that was something that was so virtual and worldwide? Like that was crazy. Yeah, I mean, so as a comedian, I'll say like to be real, nothing is really off limits. Mm -hmm. Like you can make a joke about anything, mm -hmm. but the number one thing that that a it has to be funny and b like if you're gonna joke about something like that it needs to be tasteful or in a way that can be easily digested so that you're not making fun or light of the situation, mm -hmm. but like maybe make fun of something around it. Maybe it's something that else that was happening during that time. But I mean, you joking about a man's about a man's that's what y'all saw, you know, live and in our faces. Just, right. it was just terrible execution. Uh, it's probably something I wouldn't touch as a comedian. Mm -hmm. uh, but again, I don't think anything's off limits. It's just you gotta know how to do Work. it, and he yeah. did not know how to. Do it. He didn't. Number no. two, you stuck in a room with everybody you dated. What you doing? What's up? <laughs> how y'all doing? Everybody good? Like everybody good? How are how are y'all? And secondly, what are we all here for? Okay, because what what are we here for? Because I <laughs> some of y'all were wrong in this room. Okay, I ain't had nothing to do with this. I don't want to know what, what y'all here for. All right, that definitely would have been. Who died? Like, hey, what's up, everybody? For fuck, like yeah, yeah, like we um listen. So you know, let's address the elephant in the room. <laughs> I had sex with all y'all. I did. Uh, some of you was good. Some of you it wasn't. Uh huh. Some of y'all so who want to start Who want to start pointing out fingers first? Because we can do <laughs> this. So, you know, like let's let's have fun. <laughs> Number three. What's this craziest shit you ever did to somebody? <sighs> craziest thing. I, okay. <laughs> uh, I took my. <laughs> I gave my blind friend. Um, I put I put a honey pack in his drink. Uh, and, and then I took him to the strip club and, and I watched my blind, my friend who was blind argue with a stripper that she wasn't the reason he was hard. Um, yeah. <laughs> that was, that was horrible. In all fairness, I told him I was going to do it. Uh-huh. Because he had just lost his vision, and I was like, "Man, I gotta get you out of this house, dog. Like, you ain't here suffering." And he was like, well, I, I'm, I'm, "I was like, I'm gonna drug you. I'm gonna, you know, it's gonna be a tasteful drug, you know. So I'm gonna give you, I'm, you know, give you gas station sex pill, and and take you to a strip club." And he didn't. He told me I wasn't gonna do it. Like he called me a bitch and was like, "You, you won't do that." And I was like, first of all, you just challenged my manhood, and secondly. 
Like, you really think, you know, you know who I am? Like, this is, okay. You're not exempt, buddy. <laughs> what the hell? The crazy, yeah. The craziest thing I ever did was some, did to someone you ever seen thing line between love and hate? Yeah. Yeah, I was her. <laughs> oh. All right. But, like, all right, so here's the thing, though. She warned him. She told him, don't play, don't, like, don't play with me, like, you know what I mean? And he crossed that line, so, I mean, like, she did tell him, like, hey, it's, it's gonna be like that, and he, he fucked around and found out, so, I mean, okay, so right. you, but you was one of, so yeah. you one of them crazy chicks, you was out I here, you was out here, I ain't worried, you ain't. broke, you broke into the nigga house and cooked him breakfast? No, I ain't do that, I just was the one, <laughs> <laughs> I was the one that thought the brick through the window. Oh, I, <laughs> see, I would be like, yeah, we were broke into the crib, cooked me breakfast. I'm like, all right, we can keep talking. Like, I guess ain't that bad. Mm -mm. But, <laughs> I was the one throw the brick through the window. <laughs> all right, so you wanted them. That's cool. I, I see. Uh -huh. Number four, what's the mm -hmm. best advice you ever received? Um, I think it was probably when I first started out as a comedian. Um, we were doing a really big show out here in Philly. This is my man's. My man's put me on this show with him. He was on his co comedy tour, and he sold out a theater in Philly called the TLA. Mm -hmm. And it was like five, six hundred people in the room. And this this my first time really doing anything, anything, anything like that for real. Mm -hmm. I'm young. I'm only probably in comedy for like maybe six months now, and I'm just, I'm nervous as hell. Like, and he just like I think the best thing he told me was, relax, have fun, trust yourself, but most of all, have fun. Like that was, and ever since then I've just been relaxed. I have fun, and what I do, and every night is a fun night for the most part, and and that's really it. Like, just relax and have fun. Yeah, that was good. Cause you probably was you nervous before you went out on stage and stuff. Nervous as hell. Like <laughs> couldn't eat, couldn't drink, couldn't do nothing. This was but I was, was terrified. So if is being a comedian, like I'm gonna say, like I'm gonna compare it to like being a stripper, because you know you have to face all these people, these <laughs> fucking random people that you don't know. So you know how some strippers they have to have a drink before they got go on stage and stuff. Like, is it like that with comedians? Like, do y'all have to have a drink? I mean, I me personally, I don't. Um, I know some people that do. Listen, I'll be honest, there, there's that comedians who can't go out on stage without doing coke first. So, I mean, everybody kind of has their own way of dealing with it. Um, I'm nervous. I always say I'm nervous because I care. Mm -hmm. And the day I'm not nervous before I do comedy is the day I stop doing comedy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, everybody has their own approach. Like, I, you know, I walk in the bathrooms and dudes have been like, woo! And I'm like, you got that one, buddy. You like can't they can't do comedy without it. Yeah. Uh you know what I'm saying? Uh a stripper, like I I feel like I mean I get why they have a drink, but you know, like pussy sells as is. Um that 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 that's gonna somebody gonna regardless when the city out. Yeah, but the city can have one shot wound and somebody looking. But it's like so, they shy though. It's like, you know, I I know the money is good, but at the same time, I'm a shy person, but baby, I'm here to get this money. 
So yeah, like hey, listen, I get it. You gotta do what you gotta do. Mm-hmm. I I probably had to take a couple drinks if I was out there stripping and showing my titties off too. So <laughs> I, I I'll probably be the same way. <laughs> Number five. What makes a person instantly unattractive? Instantly unattractive? Mm-hmm. Attitude. Attitude. Like if you were if you were 10, you could be a 10 and have a nasty ass attitude of how you treat people and instantly become a three. Yeah. Like real, real quick. Like if I'm at a restaurant and I see a girl, you know, she she attend, but like if you talking to the waitresses all crazy and just being nasty for no reason, you you instantly down, uh like instantly. There ain't no reason to be an asshole just because you're fine. Yeah, that's true. Like you being rude as fuck for nothing. For nothing. I hate that. I, I can't stand it. I'll be like, yo, come on, what we doing here? What you you're not the only one with a pussy in the throat, shorty. Like you need to Exactly. All right, you're not the, <laughs> you are not the only one. All right. Like number six. What changes in your life are you most grateful for and why? Oh man, changes in my life I'm most grateful for. Um I'm 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 most grateful for my my change in maturity. Um you know, like I think as we get older. Uh, that's not something that, like, you know, how we actually mature. A lot of guys still don't immature, don't mature properly. Yes. You know, some niggas are still out here 40, still trying to live a street life. Like, dog, go have a family. Like, mm-hmm. go go support yeah. your kids. Go do something, like, evolve. Um, changing that mindset, I think, is something that um, I'm most grateful for. Like, you know, I'm happy that 33-year-old me don't think how 23-year-old me did. Mm-hmm. Um, that nigga was a menace. a whole minute is like now 33 year old me i'm more calm i'm more methodical in how i approach things um i'm more grateful for you know the appreciation that i have for for life and uh you know how how quickly these things can change like we know we take that shit for granted like yeah life can literally be over like that and you know, if we ain't promised tomorrow. And once you understand that and realize like you're not invincible, realize that like you got more to lose. Like how how are y'all 30 some odd years old out here with, with with kids and you still running around like you ain't got nothing to lose? I swear you still out here you still out here fighting and and, and, and trying to bust guns up like you ain't got nothing to lose, like you ain't got nothing you don't care about, like having that I don't care attitude, like I don't care if she talked me this way or he talked me. I don't give a fuck. I don't give like, come on, man. Get, get out of that mindset. And thankfully, I was able to get out of that mindset early. And, you know, that's the thing I'm most, I'm most grateful for. Thank God for growth, boy. <laughs> yeah. Thank God for growth. Number seven, do you have any distracting thoughts while having sex? All the time, yo. <laughs> All the time. Like I like I know, like I don't know about me, like everybody else, but like while I'm sitting down there eating some pussy, I'll be thinking about like 38 different other things <laughs> while I'm laying in the sniper position. I'm like, damn, like yo, I get paid tomorrow. The car need an oil change. Um, fuck? yeah, like this, 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 this is like it's like at the top of my list. Like I'm happy I'm doing what I'm doing, but like I can multitask. Yeah. So it's like, hey, like, you know what I'm saying? I got payroll tomorrow, like shit. 
Uh, we got a we got a bunch going on. What am I gonna do after this? Why is she not making no sounds? This is weird. <laughs> yeah, I just oh like, no. Is it because it's not good or? No, it's just like our minds. Were, listen, I one time I was having sex with this girl, and I don't know why I was cooking earlier in the night. So I had mac and I had made macaroni and cheese, right? Homemade mac and cheese. Mm -hmm. I'm sitting there cooking. I stirred it up and I looked at her and I was like, "You know what this sounds like?" And she was she started giggling like that was like the first time she heard it. Like I was like, "You know, this is like when WAP came out." Yeah. And I was like, "You know that macaroni in the pot, right?" So like later that night we having sex. And I'm I'm hitting I'm doing my thing and shorty I swear to God she was like yeah boy yeah stir that mac and cheese <laughs> I'm like it ain't just me this bitch thinking of shit too like how she bring up the macaroni like yo I've never laughed so hard in my life dude like what what kind of, what is that like so yeah it don't be just me it don't just be me I was happy to know that I thought it was I thought it was just me. <laughs> I was in the mac and cheese stirring. <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm in that moment like All right, I can't stop. I gotta I, I had to stop though. That shit was too funny. Oh my god. Number eight. How long would you want to work? How long do I want to work? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to work, like work for somebody else or work uh -huh. for myself. Like period, like work, period. Like oh I, man. Yeah. Well, you know, they saying we're not going to be able to retire until we like 80 something. And I'm like, shit, you know, lost your mind. I'm I I'm quitting at 60 something. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. Because I'm so waiting. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, man, y'all talking about I got to wait till I'm like 77. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Try me if you want to, nigga. I'll be in that retirement line quitting. Social Security going to pay for this. That's what I got. Fuck you talking it's about. Like, <laughs> I'm sick of working. I'm tired of working. I'm making money in my sleep. Well, I ain't got to get money. That's it. That's, That's it. it. What would, number nine, what would retirement look like for you? Um, I'm wild in retirement. Like I am. I'm, I'm wild in retirement. Like mm -hmm. I'm doing, I'm doing all the stuff I probably should have done in my 20s. Yeah. In my 60s and 70s. So like, I'm going to Las Vegas and I'm getting high on ecstasy and going to watch Cirque du Soleil. Like, that's what I'm doing. Like, I'm doing, <laughs> like, I'm going to Vegas. I'm going to the Bunny Ranch and I'm doing cocaine off of Hooker's Titty. Like, <laughs> that's what, that's what retirement is going to look like for me. Like, I'm straight wilding out. I got expendable income. Um, I got diapers so I can shit when I need to. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have a little. You might not even be. I mean, if I am, if I'm not great, like you know what I'm saying. But like, if I am, I am. Like, so what? But like, yeah, I'm gonna have a little aid with me. They're gonna make sure I'm taken care of. Uh, I'm gonna put some weed in my oxygen tank. Why just like? Why just picture your ass like the hangover up there on them people's um rooftop? How you got up there? Smooth. That's exactly how I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be out here just smooth. They're gonna be like, where Eric? I don't know. He had a strip club somewhere doing some nefarious things. <laughs> like that's that's how I picture retirement for me. Like I'm trying to, yeah. I'm gonna blow all this money. I don't give a fuck. I can't <laughs> take it with me. Exactly. I'm blowing all this hookers right. and blow. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> what can your partner do to enhance your work life balance? Just. Honestly, just be supportive. Just, 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 just be there. Like, 
a supportive partner, especially in my line of work, like that's the most important thing. Like you got to understand, like I got a lot of late nights. Uh, I'm out, you know what I'm saying? I'm out networking or I'm, you know, I'm catching a flight from one city to another or, you know what I'm saying? I'm on a train, I'm on a bus, I'm on, I'm on somewhere going to some clubs to do, you know, a spot for a couple hundred dollars and about here, boom, down. like you have to understand that like I'm out, I'm moving. And when I'm home, I need you. I need your support. Just like, I know you need mine, but like, you know, trusting what I'm doing and, you know, be, be that support blanket that, 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 that is so really needed. Like understand like the people that understand it, you know, most uh, people in, that aren't in this life don't really get it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a, they're like, oh yeah, I get it. But, until it's really happening, you don't really understand what you're getting into. Exactly. But like that supportive thing, obviously, I mean, the goal is to get to a point where my partner wouldn't have to work no more. You can come ride with me wherever we go in and tour with me. Or if you're doing your own business at home, then that's fine. But, you know, that constant support is, is what's needed. Yeah, that's what's up. Number 11, do all men suffer with infidelity? As uh, maybe at some point, like I, I can't say all men, like you know, what I'm saying, like that's not a you know, obviously, blanket statements are terrible because there's exceptions to every rule, you know, what I'm saying, like I know my grandfather, my grandma was married for 60 some odd years, there was never an issue with infidelity, they was just in love with each other, but that obviously is you know, that's the one in ten. But I think at some point, probably, yeah, like, but. It comes uh, again. That comes with maturity. I feel like, yeah, you know, what I'm saying that comes for with maturity. And sometimes, us as men, we are uh, creatures of sight and smell. Uh, so like we see, more likely we smell you before we see you. Mm-hmm. And then once we, you know, you match what that smell look like, boy, you know, it's easy. We can fall into a trap, uh, very, you know, very quickly. But I, again, I think what, as you get older and you mature, and like if you really care about this person that you with and obviously you don't want to do nothing to hurt that person uh or you know not be faithful to that person so i think you know when you young and you out here you know doing what uh rap music taught us which was to you know take down every shorty we can find yeah you probably got that mindset but as you get older you realize like ah. i think j cole said it like j cole said you know uh I ain't doing no dirt no more. I stopped creeping six years ago. It's fun fucking them hoes until you realize that you is the hoe. Hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that comes with maturity. Like I don't know why guys don't ever think they hoes. That, that, listen, we, 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 we hoes too. We be hoes out here too. You know, but that's what we was taught. And, you know, if you weren't taught that, obviously that rule don't apply to you because different cultures have different different standards. So, That's the crazy part. <laughs> Number 12. What's the most memorable concert you've been to and why? Um, number 12. So I don't really like concerts. I'm not a, I, I don't think I've really, I've been to any. Um, I'll say like, the, I think the biggest thing I've probably been to is the Roots Picnic out here in Philly. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's really a festival. And that's really kind of the only thing I've been to. I'm not a huge concert person. I don't like being that crowded in with people like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Roots Picnic, man, like 
if you've never been to a festival like that, like I recommend getting out to the Roots Picnic because it is it's really that joint, especially out here on the East Coast. Like that's that's kind of like the I think that's like the biggest festival out here. I know like the West Coast has like I think like Burning Man and Coachella and all that. Mm-hmm. But like the East Coast here, we got the Roots Picnic and they be having that's the one performing and stuff. They had man, they got podcast performers. They got uh, they got podcast performers, regular performers. I mean, like uh, last year was dope. Like last year, they had Usher, uh, Lauren Hill showed up with the Fugees for the first time in like years. So I mean, like they be having anybody who everybody. Um, it'd be really in the roots. Do a fantastic job, of course. You know, um, it's just a dope ass festival out here in Philly. That's what's up. I got to check that out. I got to look into that. Yeah, that's a good this year. Listen, I'm not allowed to say nothing. I already know what the lineup is mm-hmm. uh, because I'm, I'm plugged in with, with certain people. Yeah. Uh, so I already know what the lineup is. I already know who's going to be on it. Um, but like that, that Roots Picnic lineup this, this, this year. is something special. What, <laughs> um, when it will. What month do y'all be having it in? Like around what time? It's June. June. Okay. June. Yeah. So like right in that beginning time of the summertime, um, it's like the city, the city shut down for the roots picnic. Like it really gets it really gets wild out here. Like it's a dope ass time. That's what's up. Yeah, I gotta check that out one year. Number 13. What are you starting to dislike more and more as you get older? Rap music. <laughs> <laughs> I'm becoming, I'm becoming our parents, yo. Like I, I am. Like I'm becoming our parents. I'm out here, like turn that noise off. Like this shit is noise. Like it's not, it's not even music no more. It's just, it's just noise. Like I got a 14 year old son, and he think every time he hear. Uh, 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 one of these new tracks like this, the newest shit in the world. I'm like, yo, let me uh, let me show you where this sample comes from. And now I'm the old guy. <laughs> like I'm I'm the old. He's like, this old shit out of here, dad. You listen to this music when you was a kid, because that sample done been sampled, done been sampled already. Mm-hmm. I'm like, at this point, y'all not even sampling no more. Y'all just taking the old song, and I'm yeah, well, I'm, I'm the old guy now. Rap music, I, I ain't here for R and B. I'm good with. I'm good with. But yeah, this rap music, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm our parents. This is noise. Turn that shit down. I can't understand what they saying. Yeah, because it's like the with the new stuff when we hear it, it's like we already know the the song, so it's just like why this song sounds so fucking familiar. And then when you go to thinking about it, after you don't listen to you like this, that's what that song is. They saying the lyrics and everything. Like, they Everything. I'm like, y'all just took the whole fucking song. Yeah, they ain't making their own shit up. It's all y'all doing is copying shit. And then y'all want to be fighting about who copying who, who impersonating who, bitch. All y'all doing the same shit. Right. Y'all all sound like this person and this person and this person and that person. Yeah, so I'm I'm an old nigga now, and that's okay. I'm I'm embracing my role as the old nigga. Uh-huh. And <laughs> like, whatever. Number fourteen. What would make you happy right now besides money? Uh, besides money, um, a bigger name, a bigger name. 
that that you know if my name was bigger than what it was right now if i was known in more cities mm-hmm. and you know popping in there like that that leads to bigger opportunities and, and stuff like that so yeah bigger name yeah that's mine too a bigger name being a household name that's it that's it number 15 in a fruit shot words describe what's the word commitment means to you in dating commitment um, in a few short words, describe what commitment means. Um, loyalty, support, um, unconditional, unconditional. That's probably the biggest one right there. Unconditional, like what? What is? You know, no matter what I bring to the table, are you still here for me? Like. So if I lost all this shit tomorrow, like you still here or are you gonna help me rebuild yep. or yeah, you out the door. So yeah, commit loyalty, support, and, and unconditional. Period. I like that. Especially the unconditional. Now, yeah. What would you tell your 21-year-old self if you could go back in time? Uh stay on the port, stay on the path. Stay, stay on the path. It's gonna, it's gonna get rough for a little bit. It's gonna get rough for a little bit, but stay on the path. We gonna make it out of this. Um, and 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 don't don't change who you are. Mm-hmm. That's that's the biggest thing. Don't change who you are at all. Like, you know, that's that's huge. If I could tell my 21-year-old self, I definitely would say the same thing. And I wish I just had the mindset that I have now from when I was 21 because I was coming yeah. and touching so much money and was blowing it. But I just wish I knew financial freedom back then. Man, like same thing. Like I wish, you know, 19, 21-year-old me knew those things like mm-hmm. just being out on the street, making so much money blowing all the money on, on shit that didn't mean anything money jewelry cars women like it ain't it ain't none of it meant anything in that time period and then when it was all gone everybody was out so yeah not you know but coming from you know some environments we came from we wasn't taught about financial literacy or Pretty. you know any of that thing we was talking about we was talking about surviving like that's how I knew I had to learn how to get out of that survival mindset. But you know, also again, same thing, doing what we was taught. Like we was taught having all the money, being in the club, doing all this, like that's what made us. Yeah. That's what made me dope. And it ain't make me nothing. So yeah, that's true, man. Number 17. Would you convert your religion for your partner? Nah. Me either. Like I, I couldn't I couldn't be Muslim. I like I like I like I like pork and white women too much. <laughs> what and not even the white women. <laughs> I I love I love pork and Spanish women too much too. Like honestly, all the women I love love pork. Black women, white women, I love all women, but like we I just like I like pork chops and ribs too much. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm cool. Uh, I I I'll stay where I'm at. Yeah, I wouldn't do that either because I can't be with someone. Say I meet someone and they allowed to have 15, 20 wives. 
I can't do that. Which, which is wild. Well, I mean, so that, <laughs> even then, that's abusive to what the rule really is. So, like, I know myself, I, I had this conversation with my homie who's Muslim. And he was like, yeah, man, you know, I can have two, three wives, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, yeah. I was like, number one, you know, you got to treat all of them equally, right? Like, mm-hmm. this ain't an excuse for you to just go fuck a bunch of women. Like, that's not, that's not the excuse. Like, if one, you buy one a new car, you got to buy another a new car. Uh-huh. Like, you got to treat them. And I was like, number two, I was like, do you know why that rule was even made? <clears throat> and he was like, no, it's just part of the religion. And I was like, no, see, that's where you're wrong. I was like, you gotta do your research. Like, you, if you're doing something, I was like, the rule, the, the law was made like that because at the time they were at war. And to to keep the families populated and to keep the, the, the upkeep of the civilization up, the men were allowed to have multiple wives so that they could populate and keep up the family bloodlines and stuff like that. It wasn't to it was it was to keep from an eradication of their people, not to you know be a hoe and have thirteen different women. That wasn't the case, right? That's right. So you know, I didn't even know that. I yeah, that's that's they religion and that's what they believe in, and they was allowed to do it. Nope, and it was it was a re- There's a reason behind everything that they do, like. But if you don't look into it and understand why, like. You know, like, if you're going to be that deep, that rooted in your faith, like I say, like, if you're going to talk about one thing, talk about everything. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't don't pick and choose what you want to believe in when it comes to this religion. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Number 18, what is your biggest regret? <sighs> man, blowing all that money as a as a young man. Blow, blow. <laughs> <laughs> blowing all that money that. as a young man. I probably Ain't nothing I know else. what to do with it this time. I know what to do with it this time. Exactly. Like I know where that money going. I'm not buying four cars this time. I'm right. not doing, I'm not buying all this reckless shit. I'm not, you know, spending thousand dollars in the strip club. Right. Uh no, nah, I ain't buying a hundred dollars, a hundred thousand dollars worth of jewelry. Like I know where the money going. <laughs> right. I'm I don't do this time. Just 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 give me one time to get it right. back, please, sir. Damn. Like, like, you would have been good. E, like, you would have been good. You I still probably would have been good now. But I you know. I wish I would have like, known what an investment was. I would have been mm-hmm. like, yeah, let's get in early on Bitcoin. <laughs> let's go ahead and cash them out. We would have been set right now and wouldn't be struggling how we struggling like we'd have been good man for real for real that's it and money coming in all that yeah number 19 if you had to be stuck in an elevator with a celebrity who would it be and why all right it's gonna be between it's gonna be between uh between rihanna and her hmm Wow. Yeah. Uh, Rihanna, I uh, she Rihanna. I mean, like, why? <laughs> like, the elevator gonna smell good. Uh, the elevator gonna the, like they, so her and her. They the elevator is gonna smell immaculate. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna be immaculate. I'm a I'm gonna ask Rihanna if I can be one of her big guy models for mm-hmm. Savage Fancy. So I'm in there. I'm in here picking her brain. And I'm gonna be like, yo, what's what's uh what's ASAP Rocky got that I don't like? You know what I'm saying? Like, is it is it hair? 
Like, is it is it because he's skinny? Um, I don't know what it is, but like I could do all of those things too. Yeah. And and her is just she just her. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> they definitely both definitely are beautiful. Yeah. Amazing. Me, I'm trying to think. Like me being in a elevator with a celebrity. I don't know. I if Pop was living, I'd say Tupac. Pop, I feel like it'd be hilarious, and he'd be trying to find ways to break out of the elevator. Uh-huh. Like they said, Pop was a menace. Like Pop was always in some shit. So like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like he'd be trying to find ways to get up in that thing. Uh huh. And another one for a girl, I say Megan. And the reason why I say Megan the Stallion is because. That girl be so unbothered, and I'm unbothered. Where I'm unbothered, but I want to be her unbothered. Like I want to ask her why you chose the name yourself, Meg the Stallion. When this, when a stallion is a male horse, a male horse, yeah, yeah. So like Meg, we gotta talk about branding. Yeah. Um, but like other than that, yeah, I can understand Meg. Yeah. She is unbothered in a motherfucker yeah. like. I want to be like, I don't know. You unbothered to be in a lot of mess, though. Like, how are you like unbothered when you are always in a messy ass situation? And and like that's she don't even come tell her side of the story, bro. Like, add on, like, you don't say nothing. You just be be in the mess. Like, yeah, I'm in it. So what? Like, what? Like, yeah, what? Whatever they're saying saying is true. I don't care. Yeah. Right, I don't care. Like, yo, you are. I yeah, I want to be that way. Yeah, I want to be her. Um, her unbothered because me, baby, I be. I used. To, I don't feel like that no more. But I used to be that person that I got to tell my side of the story. That's why I wrote a book about it and left it alone. I'm like Megan. When she put his out, she left that shit alone. That's me. Once I wrote my book, fuck you. <laughs> That's it. I want to be messy one time. Like, I, 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 I don't. I'm not like a. I don't really be in the mess or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Like I, I personally don't like it when black celebrities be fighting right now, like myself. But mm-hmm. like, damn, like I want to be one time and just air shit out like Cat Williams, Ooh. and just be out here calling people a fat phase on lie and some other shit. <laughs> <laughs> like I want to be bothered, but I, I, mess like I don't even want to be Cat Williams in that. I want to be Shannon Sharp and stir the pot. That's what I want to like. He be stirring that bitch like the macaroni. That's baby. it. <laughs> That's it. I be doing the same thing. I don't get paid for it like that. So like I'm trying to be on Shannon Sharp level of that like type shit. For real. Number twenty. Are you still on track to accomplish your new year re- resolution? Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Like I'm, I'm fully on track. Uh, we project in that way. It, it looks like so far. We're going to accomplish everything that we that that I look to set out to do. Um, it's still early in the year, but the way everything is kind of rolling now, we're going to keep saying, keep going. Uh, I think we're going to accomplish everything and then more. Period. Me, I really didn't make no New Year uh, resolutions because I don't know for some reason when I used to make them back in the days, I used to always forget what the fuck I made it. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> So it's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to go with goals and just try. Like, I got things that I want to accomplish. So that's what I'm right. 
I ain't no New Year revolution. Like, just do me, bitch. <laughs> just focus on the right. Yeah, get where I want to be at. Fuck it. That's Number it. One. How long do it take you to fall in love? A while. I can't really put like an exact time on it, but it definitely took a while because, you know, going through different things like trust issues or, you know, dealing with trauma. Um, and allowing myself to be in that to be in a headspace to handle something like that mm -hmm. yeah it, it def and, and also finding the right person like that's also that's it like you know like finding the right person is the biggest part like we think we in love with something or mm -hmm. somebody will really be in love with something something and that's the and that really is you know like it's it's you you in love with that person because of what they do for you yeah. Or you in love with that person because they got money, or you in love with that person because uh, they're a good caretaker or something like that. But like you aren't really in love with that person. You just in love with what something they that they do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You in love with their hand. You ain't in love with them. Yeah. Yeah. You in love with they. You in love with the. You know, like Offset might be in love with Cardi because of her because of her mouth. And I ain't talking about her. I ain't talking about the way she speak. I so I'm, I, know. <laughs> I, you know what I mean, I seen, I seen the I seen the video where Cardi was like, "Yeah, you got to make sure that they hit all the way back here." And I was like, "I see why Offset apologized. I, I understand. I, I, I see why he in love. That's that makes a lot of sense. That make a lot." Uh-huh. Both of them gonna leave each other alone, so they gotta be something going on. I don't know. I know. I'm trying I'm trying to see Cardi in that elevator too. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Me too. Cause I, I am a Barty girl. I am a Barty girl. Yeah, I just want I don't see what Cardi I just wanna see what her butt really feel like. Yeah. I wanna I wanna squeeze it too. I wanna see if it's really soft. It. <laughs> yeah. It looks it look it looks supple. Like it does. It looks supple. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Cardi, we want to touch that ass, Cardi. <laughs> one Cardi, time for the one time. If you listen. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I had a plan. This was a few years before I started my comedy career. I had a plan of how I was going to slide in Cardi B DMs. Uh -huh. So what I was going to do was I had this I had this fat sumo suit for Halloween. Mm -hmm. And my sister is a track coach um, for one of the best schools out here in PA. And I was going to race her like she got a kid that was the time she had a kid who was like the third fastest kid in the nation. I was going to race him in my fat suit. So mm -hmm. I was like, this was a three step plan. This is what we were going to do. All right, I was going to race the kid in my fat suit. And then what was going to happen is the video going to go viral. Boom. That's it. We're going to go on world star. OK, mm -hmm. so it goes viral. It goes on world star. And then at the world star, you make it to the big leagues, which is Ellen. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I go on Ellen in my fat suit. And you know, Ellen always be sipping tea too. Ellen be like, oh, Eric, you know, you have a celebrity crush. Da -da 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 -da. And I'll be like, yeah, you know, I'm in love with Cardi B. You know, da -da 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 -da. And you know, Ellen be like, well, I'm good friends with Cardi B. Look, uh -huh. we sent her a DM. Bow. In there like that. That was the goal. That's how I'm still trying to accomplish that. Uh, <laughs> it might not be on Ellen, but like that's 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 who that's how we're going to accomplish that goal. That's a goal yeah. too. So we're gonna set we're gonna set that. I love Ellen. 
love Ellen. She's that's a yeah. You know, Ellen be doing Ellen be putting it together like that. Ellen be like, you know, oh, you like this person? I know this person. Pow. Uh -huh. There you go. <laughs> right. Yeah, yes. I make Ellen get the connection for me, and then I'm in there. All I need her to see, all I need to know is that she's seen it. If she's seen the DM, that's all. I that's an accomplishment enough for me. Yeah. Like, that's not I me. Mean. But if I get her to respond, <laughs> now now we talking. <laughs> Cardi, if you listening, you know what I mean, like. Unless I know you're going through an offset. I'm not the hero that you want necessarily, but I'm probably the hero that you need. So get with me. Sometimes we got to do the opposite of sex. Yeah, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to get with what you need, with what you need, not what you like. Not what you like. For real. Yeah. Let people know how to find you. Tell the people about you. What's your upcoming um, event? If you have anything, what's your upcoming project? What's going on with you? Let the people know. Uh, yeah, so y'all can follow me on Instagram at Eric Preston Comedy. Um, that's where you can find all you know my all my dates, all my upcoming shows, uh, where I'm going to be at. I'm just getting ready to start loading up for the second, for like you know the next quarter of 2024. That like first one been a little slow, but that was purposeful because uh, we got some things going on. So I'm gonna start running my own comedy shows soon. Um, as soon as I start doing that, I say y'all can find them out there. Uh, if you in the Philly area, I'll be traveling to probably Chicago doing some stuff later on this year. Virginia, down south a little bit, uh, trying to get my name out there some more. So, again, Eric Preston Comedy on Instagram. That's where you can find everything I do. Uh, we have a good time. And, uh, you know, Cardi, my DMs are open. <laughs> so... I see that you're saying Preston, but why the hell you got me with Eric? Oh, okay. So, um, so that's my, so because we were on Facebook, uh, on Facebook, that's my, Fagan is my last name on stage is Eric Preston. Okay. Um, so I use my first and my middle name on stage. Uh, it's just, you know, my, I'll be forgetting to make a, to make a comedy Instagram. I mean, mm -hmm. Facebook, it just be like, damn, I got to run all these different accounts right now and shit. Yeah. That's so a pain in the ass. Uh, so yeah, one I, one is more for personal, one is more for business. But my Facebook just kind of is intertwined into everything, okay. so I just kind of I leave it how it is. Okay, well, you definitely got to come back and let me interview you as a comedian. Yes, for sure. So we have to for sure that. anytime. But I want to say thank you for joining me on Twenty One Questions on Successful Toy Podcast. Make sure you guys get your Are You Successful apparel. The link is scrolling down below, and it's also in all my bios on my social media, which is Instagram Successful Toy Podcast, um, TikTok Successful Toy, Facebook I have two Toy Blackman and Lafonda Blackman, and we will see you guys in the next video. Bye.